back to the eviction ban now. Agia Jamal lives in Donabate in North County Dublin with her husband and four children. They're HAP tenants, renting the same home for the past three years, but they face eviction as their landlord is selling the house. So Agia and her family have to hand back the keys to their home on the 12th of April and they don't have another place to stay. Since we received the notice, we since that day, we start looking for the houses as we actually, the priority for us is to don't change the children's school because the children are very depressed about that. So we are looking the houses the same place, but unfortunately, st- till this day, unlucky. Have you had any viewings? Yes, I have done five houses. The last house I seen in the Lucan, I ca- I came in there and there was about hundred people was standing outside in the queue to see this house, and they was keep taking the the references from the people and they're talking and everything. But I understand it's it's a there's no hope. If so many people come to see one house. So, Egya, you're a HAP tenant currently. Do you think that is putting people off giving you a house? I think yes. I think yes. I think they don't want this hassle. You mentioned your children are very stressed about this. What are they saying? How are they feeling? My eight, almost nine years son, he's stressing. He's saying, I don't want to change the school because he has lots of friends over here and he say I can't leave this place and adopt in the new place he say so I go to new school and then we will be somewhere and then they will call me as a homeless person he's very stressful about that he's every day talking about this every day there's no day that he he not talk about that I don't want, mommy, please, can you find a house near to the school? I don't need to change the school. I say I'm trying my best. You mentioned there that he's saying he's, you're going to be homeless. Do you think that's yes. what's going to happen? Do you think you're going to be homeless on the 12th of April or do you hope you'll find somewhere? I'm still hoping, honestly, I'm still hoping. I'm trying my best, but like, I'm not God, you know. <laughs> I have no magic stick, you know, but I really hope we will in the last minute some miracle is going to happen and we will find a house like, you know, but at the at the, from another side I'm I'm hopeless because each time I'm sending email, no reply, no reply. What what choices are you left with? I have no idea if we have to go to emergency accommodation and if this will going to be place which is not suitable for my children. Unfortunately, I will have to leave the country. Then I have to take out my children from the schools and I have to leave the country. Would you go back and to Latvia? Maybe, yeah, for a while, maybe until my husband find a house. There's no another option. So, Agia Jamal there talking to our reporter Ashley Maloney about the prospect of having to split up her family, that she would have to go back to Latvia while her husband would continue to look for accommodation here after they are evicted for their com- current accommodation on the 12th of April. And Ashley Maloney also spoke to a single property landlord. He only wanted to be identified as Chris. And Chris has a vacant property. He previously rented it out, but he's currently doing it up. And he would like to continue renting, but is considering selling the property. 
just because of lack of uh, support from from our government, I, I'm thinking of of leaving the the, the market as a landlord because actually uh, the high level of ta- taxation taxation uh, doesn't allow me to run this business any longer. So uh, at the moment, I'm I'm just uh, the, the the property is vacant, so I, I just um, I'm doing refurbishment refurbishment, and I want to sell it on. To someone, uh, and I've been trying to 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 contact with a local county council, but with no reply. I think that would be at the moment the, the best decision because actually, I, first of all, someone else may uh, may use this house and uh, accommodate tenants, but at the moment, uh, I don't see any any light in the tunnel for for me. If if nothing nothing will be done with the taxation, I will I will be forced to leave leave the market. And you're also a landlord in Poland. Tell us about how the situation compares to being a landlord in Ireland. Uh, and I will come back again to taxation, like up to twenty, an equivalent twenty five thousand euros. Uh, I have to pay only eight and a half percent of rental tax, which is not in comparing to that fifty two percent. And no one has any any issues with paying that that tax in Poland. So we don't have that problem with, with homelessness. Are you going to rent it out again, or are you going to sell? What what way are you thinking about making that decision at the moment? <sighs> I'll be honest with you. I have I have many people asking for for the house. And they know me, so uh, it's it's hard to say. Someone, no, I won't do it, even though I have vacant house. It's been refurbished at the moment. The government needs to act now, not in next few weeks, months. Do it, do something now, and and then I will I will be able to make that decision. I would like to go back to this, but again, if I have to pay fifty two percent, it's it's it just doesn't pay off. It's it's like voluntary. And that's Chris, who's a single property landlord here in Ireland, talking to our reporter Ashling Maloney, both sides there of the whole housing dilemma. And let's talk now to Martina Smith from the Hale Housing Association, because we've heard a lot in the past few days about the role that housing associations and housing bodies could play in helping tenants stay in their homes, uh, even if that property is being sold on by the landlord. Martina Smith, good morning to you. Good morning, Anya. So first of all, tell us what Hale is and what you do. Um, Hale, a housing association for integrated living, we're an approved housing body and we've got over 450 homes, um, predominantly around Dublin, but also we've gone nationwide recently. Um, We also predominantly provide housing for people with mental health difficulties and we do also provide uh, family homes um, our focus is uh, twofold. Uh, one is that we do a lot of work to prevent homelessness mm-hmm. and um, also tenancy sustainment, keeping our own tenants in our properties and providing outreach support to people with mental health difficulties in the community who can be referred into ourselves. And can an organisation like Hale help, help someone like Agia Jamal, who faces eviction next month, who's contemplating having to split up her family rather than go into emergency accommodation? Um, we're hoping that the government will give some clarity on what um, AHBs can do and what Hale can do. Um, at the moment, there seems to be an option whereby we could look to purchase um, homes for people who are on HAP 
and that's we the could housing do that. assistance plan, housing, by the way. That's yeah. right. Yes, and um, you know we ourselves will be contacting local authorities over the next couple of weeks to see if there's anything that we can help. Um, uh, you know, help with that problem and and try and be part of that solution. Um, you know, obviously listening there to um, Agia, it's it's very stressful at the moment, and it would be good to have some clarity, um, for ourselves and and for the tenants that are facing into this. Because you've um, been told there will be funding, but do you know how much funding there will be? Do you know whether there's a need for new legislation? In other words, do you know what you'll be able to do to help people in the weeks and months ahead? At the moment, um, it's, it's not clear whether this is new funding um, because we need to make sure that the, the funding um, doesn't impact the other part of the solution to the housing crisis in that you know we are trying to grow our stock by 17% over the next two years and you know we're very reliant on the funding to do that and working with developers and property owners to do that as well so we would hope that this would be additional funding that would be available and that you know that can be facilitated through local authorities um, we have in the past bought, bought a few properties um, with tenants in situ. So it is a model that is there. Um, how, so how, often, can, how many times have you been able to do that? Um, we're a small organisation, so we've, we've done it two or three times in the past. Um, we've, uh, we've looked at, mm-hmm. um, I suppose, we've bought properties from other state bodies with tenants in situ as well. And I, I know you're planning to build 70 homes in, in, in the next two years, but... We also know that, what, more than 1,400 people have contacted Threshold about potential evictions. This is while the ban has been in place. So there's a huge gap, isn't there, between the scale of the need and despite the fantastic work that is going on by organisations like yours, the capacity to meet that need. How does that get bridged? Um well, I'm, I'm hope you know we have a, a very active sector. Um, the approved housing body sector is very active and, and has um, a lot of targets to deliver new homes. Um, so we will definitely be part of that solution. And um, I suppose uh, my view would be that um, you know the government really needs to set out now the means and and the. Uh, how we can actually deliver and help people like um, Adia to stay in their homes. And like we know from working um, with people with mental health difficulties that you know a, a home is just the foundation to all of your life and to your health, to your well-being, your education, your employment, and, and security is so important. Mm-hmm. And indeed, as we heard there, for children who don't want to be going to school uh, with the label homeless. Absolutely. Um, and, and the other point that was made there, it, it, would you agree that there is a reluctance from landlords in general in the private rental sector to take people, to take in tenants who are on, depending on the housing assistance payments? Is that something you've noticed? Um, well, at, at the moment, what we've noticed, we've got um, a couple of our projects where we seek to place people in the private rented sector we just find that there is no <laughs> housing you know there's no suitable housing in particular um we look for one bed properties so there's a lack of supply is what we've come across more so than um a lack of willingness 
from landlords. All right, well, we appreciate your time this morning and thank you very much indeed for talking to us. That's Martina Smith, who's Chief Executive of the Hale Housing Association.